Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number 30. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Heroes Fan Podcast over here at gspn.tv. Cliff Ravenscraft in the studio by myself tonight. I decided to give Stephanie the night off while she is reading a book, checking out some other shows that she's trying to get caught up on. But uh, the two of us actually did sit down. We just finished watching... I am Siler, and I must say that um, while I am not a huge personal fan, uh, you know, diehard fan of heroes, I will tell you that I found tonight's episode uh, pretty exciting. A couple things off the top of my head. This is just like an initial reaction to the show. Uh, let's see here. Starting off with, oh, where do we begin? Uh, Siler going crazy. Uh, that was a little weird. And Stephanie had said something before we watched, uh, before we turned the episode on. She said, I I have a theory that Siler's own ability is going to end up killing him. So he's actually going to uh, end up dying as a result of his own abilities. That sounded pretty interesting. And and the fact that he seemingly has started to to have some issues with his changing his DNA as a shape, shapeshifter and losing his identity... Uh, that that really started to take hold. I, I was like, wait a second, is she reading spoiler sites or something? But then I really liked the spot where Siler catches Micah. And Micah opened up, that conversation with Micah, for me, opened up the opportunity that, that there may be a possibility that that Gabriel that we all liked uh, earlier in this season, uh, you know, the one with the apron making cookies and it's got a uh, little boy, uh, Gabriel, I, I forget what his son's name was at the time, but, uh, you know, that that Gabriel that we all enjoyed so much, is it possible that that's the real, you know, that, that, that Siler can be good? And it goes back and forth, you know, how how can the writers you know, lead us to think that he's this horrible guy and then they make us like him and then they turn him back into this horrible guy. And are they really going to go there again? Is Micah going to redeem his character again? And, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you. Or wait, no, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on I don't know. Anyway, are we are we expected to fall for it again? Are you know, aren't we going to be a little skeptical if they decide to go that route? That I'm thinking so. One of the things that I didn't like, a, a little critique here, of one of the scenes early on. It was a conversation between Siler and Danko, or whatever his name is. Really, really irked me. He's like, listen, you're going to have to be the agent guy. You're going to have to pretend to be him, you know, because Siler's got to be dead. You know, and, and Siler's like just sitting there, I don't know, I don't really don't like to be that guy. I'm, I, I Things are weird and... You know, I, I got this extra tooth. I don't know where it came from. And I woke up the, this morning and I was that guy. And so um, Danko kind of says, you know, hey, listen, if, you, if, if you're the agent guy, you can kill as many people as you want. I mean, just think of it. You know, if, if you can kill anybody you want. And, 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 and what, what is the purpose of this Danko guy? 
his, his purpose as a hunter isn't it to protect people i mean he obviously th- this prov- proved one thing to me that he obviously has no moral guidance in his desire to hunt down the people with abilities which really reconfirms for me that there is something something else driving this man because obviously it, the the fact that he would partner with Siler in the first place says two things number 1 he's more powerful than Siler or he's at least very he's very much more powerful than he's letting us believe or that the writers are letting us believe because there's a, there's no way that if he even has a brain in his head that he thinks given what we know about him that he could ever outwit or outthink Siler and and the the whole partnership thing is just crazy and then to sit down and talk down to Siler the way he was in that opening scene I'm like dude he could he could crush you with his thoughts and in fact I'm sitting there thinking to myself why doesn't he crush Danco you know and and so that that was for me that was a little bit of a stretch and you know I'd love to know what you think you can call in your thoughts area code 859-795-4067 what else was going on in this one um, a couple references that just made me think about Lost a whole lot in this episode. I, I don't, I'm not sure. I didn't take any notes, unfortunately. So, um, first of all, we, we heard the term dead is dead, you know, and that kind of, uh, brought back, you know, the title of another, uh, episode of Lost from this season, dead is dead. Then there was hero having the nosebleed from too much time, you know, jumping or too much time bending and stuff. Uh, I thought that was kind of uh, very much similar to what was going on with Lost. There was one other one that that really tied in. It's like, uh, hey, that sounds, sure, that sounds familiar. Uh, but I can't remember what it is. Now, I don't think that they're actually borrowing or stealing from Lost. I, I, I think, you know, the, the thing is, is these are people with superheroes, abilities and, and stuff. What, what are you going to do? So there was seemingly, you know, Hero having a hard time accepting his friend Ando having uh, this this ability, keeping seeing him as an equal at first. I think Hero had a little bit of a uh, an ego trip, and it, I don't know. I it, it for me, I wasn't as interested in that storyline, um, but yet I I very much in. I very much enjoyed seeing Ando shine, if you will. I love the fact that he didn't freeze. And so that that was pretty cool. I, I, I enjoyed seeing him, um, you know, say, hey, I'm not frozen. And, and I really wasn't, I don't know if I really understand the Crimson Arc thing. I, I think I may have not been paying attention fully enough to, to really catch in and catch on to that. So I apologize for not having more thoughts to go on there. Uh, the okay. Stephanie and I were watching the one where Siler went in before Danko and the crew. Uh, the guy who says, "Hey, you don't want to startle me," and he says, "You know," Siler says, "Show me what you can do." He pulls out the little figurine, and Stephanie and I both thought for sure that all of a sudden this figurine was going to like gr- turn, was going to uh, come to life, and was going to grow. <clears throat> into this enormous, enormous creature or something that would be just really out of this world. And did they do it? No. 
Instead, we were both kind of let down. It's like it, it, it just kind of just pulverized the the um, the figuring into to like sand or whatever. And, and it was reminiscent of what would happen if um, not Nikki. What's her name? Oh, not Jessica, not Nikki, not the other girl. But uh, I can't think of her name right now. Anyway, the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? Uh, who cares? Anyway, uh, the the uh, okay. What is her name now? <laughs> who cares? Okay, we're gonna move forward. The one who could freeze things. All right. So so she. It was kind of like when she froze something, and then they, it shatters to bits and pieces and stuff like that. Kind of reminiscent of that. And we were just expecting. I don't know why. Were we the only ones? Have were you thinking that maybe? The figurine was going to come to life. It was odd that Stephanie and I both kind of visualized that and said it at the same time. And uh, we were wondering if anybody else out there kind of thought the same thing. So anyway. Oh, let's see here. Matt Parkman. I'm a little upset with Matt Parkman, uh, that that character. The one thing that kind of uh, got me there is how quickly he's forgotten about Daphne. It's seemingly no thought of Daphne at all. Um, and how quickly he's taken to his son and, and now all of a sudden, you know, miss, Mrs. Parkman is in his life again. And he's like, I, if I really want a life with you and she's like, you want a life with me? <gasps> oh, I, I, I don't know. Let me think about it for a little bit, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I will. Uh, so, I mean, it, it just seemed like a, he's moving along way too fast unless there's something going on in the timeline that I'm not aware of. Um, I liked how Siler, of course, turning into the senator, Senator Petrelli. Uh, I don't know that I like that Senator Petrelli got caught, but yet I think it moves the storyline along. I love the fact that he is caught. And <clears throat> let's see here. Alrighty. I liked, I, I do like that Hero is now having issues using his power. Uh, and, and as, as far as, you know, this is really starting to, to get in their way that things aren't going according to plan. And, and I kind of like that, although isn't that what this whole thing's been about all the time? I mean, they just can't catch a break, but in a, in a way, the ending of the episode where, uh, Noah and the family are being pulled, you know, they're pulled over at a stop and it's just like, you know, it's like, man, everybody's the chips are down for everybody. I kind of like that storyline that they're just having a hard time. And it's seemingly Danco is is really pulling off. He's really he's really doing it. And of course, then at the end of the episode, we have the the knife in the back of the head of Siler. And it's like, no way. Seriously. And and then, of course, he calls for a body, you know, cleanup crew and. He cancels the order because, of course, Siler says, that hurt. Yeah. Anyway, I liked it. I, I, I This episode was pretty darn good. Kept my interest all the way through. Um, overall, I will say probably among my favorite episodes this, this season. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, pretty much I enjoyed this one. Um, now when it comes to last week, I don't think we covered last week. I don't think we podcasted about last week, but if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that the one where they went, um, to, let's see, uh, let me see. Was that into, 
I'm trying to think of what we have. We did Into Asylum. We did Turn and Face the Strange. But I think last week was the one where they did, uh, they went back and we saw, what's her name's sister? I didn't like the story with their sister. I thought that was a little crazy. But I did like, I'm, I'm trying to see, do we have Exposed? When When was last I think there was an episode last week that we didn't cover. But anyway, um, I like the one where we uh, got to see the old... Have we talked about this? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pause the recording here, and I'm going to check to see if we've talked about it. Okay. Thank you very much for your standing by as I look this up. Yes, 1961. That's what it was, and we did not podcast it last week about this. So 1961 was a very decent episode. Like I said, I didn't like the one, the storyline of Angela's sister. I thought that was just a little too cheesy, but I did enjoy going back and seeing Angela as a teen and, um, and, and finding what, finding out what happened and how that crew got started and, and stuff like that. It, it, in a way, it unveiled the mystery. And I'm, I'm thinking that pr- probably in my mind, the mystery had a lot more uh, uh, mystique to it or or a lot more uh, conspiracy kind of to it than, than what we saw here. But, uh, you know, overall, I was glad to get some backstory on, on how Angela and those guys got together um, with uh, everything that was going on. Anyway, that is pretty much... Uh, what I have as far as my thoughts, I'm looking through here on some other things. Not a lot going on in the in the uh, the forum section for heroes. Uh, probably mostly due to the fact that that Stephanie and I probably have not been the best at keeping up and keeping our passion moving forward for this for this TV show. Uh, I am I am actually kind of excited that next week is the finale. I, I'm looking forward to a good finale. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you guys uh, in the in the forum here this week. If you get a chance, let us know what you thought about um, 1961. If you want to share any thoughts there, or if you want to share any thoughts from I am Siler, um, I I wonder if we're going to see him turn again. That that's my big thing. Now I do have um, something from April 14th. So last week this came in. It looks like from probably Ed Davis. Let me check to make sure. I think this is going to be for 1961 here we go right about now i think uh you know what my computer's doing something in the background and it says we'll finish in about six seconds so i apologize i'm gonna pause again until it's done okay sorry about that um all right, so it's finished up here, and this is Ed from South Carolina, and it looks like we weren't the only ones uh, behind on uh, catching up on Heroes. So here, here's what um, Ed had to say. Hey, this is Ed from South Carolina. I'm calling for the Heroes podcast. Uh, just finished watching last week and this week's back-to-back, so um, a little behind. But anyways, got a couple of comments I wanted to make. Uh, one was um, Sandra and uh, Noah and their relationship. Um, I hope that that gets reconciled because I do think that their family dynamics, it's actually pretty interesting um, that she had every right to be upset upset with them. And, uh, but didn't Siler look cute in a woman's coat? 
I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, uh, like them going to the Coyote Sands um, and where they found Alice. But what I really liked about the whole you know, backstory and everything that they, they did was um, that they tied in from the very first episode of Angela stealing the socks. Um, I don't know if that was just one of those hard plot, you know, devices that they said, okay, we finally got to decide what to do with the socks. But anyways, I'm glad that they finally figured that out and uh, let us know why Angela was stealing socks. Um, Parkman and his new son. I'm glad they finally got reunited, but um, for somebody who didn't know that he had a son, he took to it very quickly. and didn't even know who... They didn't even tell him who the mother was. I, I guess he probably knew. Um, and then another interesting thought was that Angela's parents have powers. Um, so how far back does this go? Um, are we going to see, keep seeing, uh, this is where it all began again. Uh, and- uh, before we finish that, Ed, I just want to point out, because I do remember previewing this call when he called in last week. Um, one of the things that I would love to say about that is that it, if you think about it, it goes all the way back to, uh, what was his name, Kinsey or whatever. So when we have Adam, uh, he, he had powers when Hero went way, way back. I mean, way, way back. And so therefore, the, these powers have been around for very, very long time. I, I think it goes way beyond the generations here. So, so if anything, it, you know, of course I, I, we all, I think we all, if not, at least I did and Stephanie did give the writers a hard time about spending so much time back in the ancient, uh, the ancient days with hero and his, his would be love interest. And, um, that, that just went to show that with, uh, or whatever his name was that, that Adam, of course, lived, Forever, uh, in in that he had an ability even back then to heal himself. So these powers go way, way, way back. That's my thought on that. Anyway, so here's the rest of your call. Anyways, I I know powers probably went all the way back from whenever uh, oh, what name Sark had them. I know that's <laughs> that's so funny because I I had previewed your voicemail all the way up to that point, and there you go, you already answered it. Oh goodness. If only I would have listened to the last 15 seconds. Here we go. An alias reference. But, um, anyway, but it's interesting to find out how that they had powers, and um, I guess it keeps on going back and back and back. Um, so otherwise, I thought it was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. I got two more left, so we'll see what happens. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, Ed, thank you so much. You're right. We only do have just two more left. And uh, then then it's all done. Or well, actually, one more left. Uh, next week is the finale. And so be, be very interested in hearing what you guys have to say, what you have on your mind. And um, anyway, feel free to give us a call and leave us your thoughts and feelings regarding this episode. The phone number again, area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's area code 859 795 Four zero six seven, and I will be back again next week. More than likely, since it's the finale, Stephanie will probably join me as well. But either way, I will be here, and we will cover the Heroes fan podcast for you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.